Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Believe in Falcons. I am your host, Will McFadden, and joining me to break down the Atlanta Falcons 2023 NFL schedule, which was released Thursday evening, is former Falcons fullback Ovi Mahaley. Ovi, what's up, man? How you doing? You get a chance to look over the uh, the Falcons schedule? I did. I did. And I, I have um, questions and I have answers, just not in that order. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, lo- I mean, yes. a- as do we all, right? Like it's yes, it's a very foolish exercise to try to predict wins and losses based on just a schedule release. We've already known the opponents. We've already known that the Falcons have the easiest schedule in the NFL based on last year's uh, win and loss record, which I'll they need. It. But but they also have that last year, and it's it's not you know like that in and of itself. Not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed because things change. Like. Teams come out of the blue. Nobody this time last year, we were not talking about the Lions as like one of the darlings of the NFL, which is exactly what we're talking about at this point right now, heading into the 2023 season. So everything changes. But on the surface, I love this schedule for the Falcons, man. It's it's good. It's good. And the thing that is exciting to me is that we have a chance to test out this new defense this new offense new defensive coordinator mm-hmm. these new players we're not going to go against like you know the, the the best of the best in the league so we can actually see how our guys are going to do just off their talent and we can see how the coaches are going to use these players and hopefully we won't be in blowout losses to where we're not getting the true sense of what we can do because we're trying to change our game just to get back in the game so i know this is going to be a season where i think oh, we had seven wins last game last year uh, I think we're going to get a couple more. I don't, I don't think we're going backwards. We're, we're going forward. We're going the right direction, especially with our, our QB. So I'm excited to watch some football. Well, let's let's hope they're heading in the right direction in year three. And yes, we will get to our predictions um, at the tail end of this podcast. You know, we'll save it probably for the for the end. That's called anticipation in the uh, in the media world. But you don't have to wait for today's ad. So betonline.ag is the number one source for all of your sports or basketball info, stats, news, and scores this season. Get the latest odds and lines, including up-to-date player reports for this year's NBA playoffs, which are happening right now as we're recording. I mean, I've got a, a little bit of money on, on a couple of the players. I'm going to keep that on the down low, though, Obi. Uh, BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, and they have you covered for all of your sports wagering needs. I'm talking basketball, baseball, NHL, hockey, and all the way down to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info, including live betting options, as well as your favorite casino and card games, which you can play right from the comfort of your home. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. But be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So, Ovi, I really like the fact that uh, you mentioned the quarterback situation because right off the bat, the Atlanta Falcons are going to open with potentially the number one overall pick in this year's draft, Bryce Young. It'll be a really, really nice uh, welcome to the NFL moment in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. 
What do you think about that, about the Falcons and the Panthers, the ID5 rivalry to kick off the year? Does that get you excited? It does. Uh, I think that we're going to have the opportunity to give this kid the moment <laughs> that he's been waiting for. The welcome to the NFL moment. We all have it. Uh, we all had it. Uh, those what was yours? What was yours? Mine was with Ray Lewis. It, it was oh, uh, that's right, yep. one that like it, it, I couldn't stop it from happening. I didn't want it to happen. It was going to happen. You know, I, I watched this this human being. Which, what at that point it wasn't a human to me. He was just like otherworldly. The way he yeah, he's moved, a god. The way the way <laughs> he was able to sense uh, offenses, and he just destroyed fullbacks. And so watching him when I was in high school, then getting drafting to hit drafted his team, and then all training camp before we put pads on mini camp, I was just seeing him just move around, and he was talking trash to me. I was I didn't even talk back. I didn't have the, you know, the, the the bravado to talk back, and it happened um, first day of pads. He's like, "I'm gonna get you 34. I'm gonna get you 34." I said, "I didn't hear him. I'm, look, I'm looking around like, ain't talking to me. Ain't talking to me." First second play, as soon as we had a clear ISO, I went with everything I had. Like, I closed my eyes and gave me my welcome to the NFL moment. Feet in the air, fell down, had like 12 concussions at one time. Did you feel so, like you were on an episode of The Boys? And, and yeah. then you just like got hit by Homelander or something that's like exactly, that. That's exactly how I felt. But the good thing was that everyone happens. I mean, everyone yeah. deals with that. It happens to everyone. And, and I think Bryce Young, we're going to give him his welcome to the NFL moment. And I don't care how good you are. Uh, not everyone gets that first pass, Matt Ryan, touchdown. You're going to struggle with the speed of the game. Practice is cool, but against real talent and real teams. So excited to kick that off with... Uh, a nice opportunity to, to have a rookie see how it is to play in the league. 100%. Grady Jarrett, go after Bryce Young. Uh, let's, uh, let's make that happen. And yeah, I think that there's no doubt the Falcons are going to be very fired up for that one. I mean, it's looking like they've got, you know, two pretty winnable games in the first couple of weeks. Like, is that how you see it starting the, uh, the first two weeks, two and out? I do, uh, because I know how it is to have a rookie quarterback or to have a young quarterback uh, playing with Matt Ryan, playing with Kyle Bowler back in Baltimore. Ugh, Kyle Bowler. Uh, I know these guys are going to try to do a whole lot because they both got a lot of money. They feel like they have something to prove. And we're going to prove that we're a pretty good team. And I feel like it's a perfect matchup for us to start out 2-0. It'll be a nice change of pace. Uh, you know, I, I think the Falcons, you know, it seemed like they had a great shot uh, at starting finally for the first time in a while. It feels like uh, with a win in week one last year against the Saints until that, you know, fourth quarter happened, which we don't need to dwell on any further. But, no. you know, this year, there's a lot of winnable games, it feels like on the schedule. And of course, fans already knew um, the opponents before the year. And like I said before, it it is on paper the easiest schedule in the league based on last year's record. So maybe we shouldn't be surprised at the fact that the Falcons have no real primetime games, but they're one of just four teams that don't have any primetime games. And I'm real time kind of pulling up the, uh, the teams here in front of me, but it's the Texans, the Cardinals, the Colts and the Falcons. And weirdly enough, the, uh, the Falcons play all three of those teams. Are you surprised by the fact that the Falcons have no primetime games uh, on the schedule? Uh, no, because we are always trying to prove ourselves to the national media several times. Even when we're really good, national media doesn't pick up on, on Atlanta. Like You can do anything <laughs> decent in uh, 
Green Bay or in, if you're in uh, Dallas or New York, these big major markets, you do anything positive. <laughs> oh, my God, they're amazing. Yeah. We can be literally, you know, playing the best football we played in years. And like, man. Man, that's I'm true. Not, People not, know I'm who Alan blessed. Lazard is, and and like I feel like Calvin Ridley was weirdly never talked about on a, a national level. Yeah, so one hundred percent, you're totally right. So I'm not, I'm not uh, surprised, but I, I do like that we're playing a lot of the teams that aren't very good. We, we're not getting a Thursday game because they don't think we're going to be very good, and we're playing lots of not very good teams. But that all I think is in our favor. I'd rather fly below the radar, just. Not surprise people, but just learn how to play consistently good football and be able to do it without much fanfare, not much eyes watching. We've got to learn yep. how to play what people are watching, but we don't have much pressure because all we have to do is to build on last year. And we have better players than last year. I think we're going to have some great coachings every, every year. These coaches get to, to, to learn their players. They get to learn the system. So we're in a good place. Yeah, it's it's a totally different sport, and I usually don't ever really compare the NFL and college football, but it does feel like the Falcons this year are are definitely not that team ranked in the top 25 when the year starts. They've got the ability to kind of start 4-0, and then people, you know, look at them and they're like, hey, what about this team? You know, like, let's let's see what this team has, and then they slowly creep up the rankings, and then end of the year, they're like a Tulane or a Coastal Carolina or you know, maybe a, a TCU a like Forest, last year. Like a Wake Forest. Wake Forest that's in the top 10 in the country when no there one would be there. Who knows? Shout out. I, lo- I love you representing. I mean, me as a, as a Georgia Bulldog, like, I don't really have to. It's easy. It's I, easy. I don't know if I have to promote as hard as you. Uh, <laughs> frankly, it's a little embarrassing. Um, but... <laughs> but, but no, yeah, I mean, it's... It is it's where the Falcons are right now. Right. And I think part of it is is national media. But part of it's also like they've been seven and ten the last couple of years. The last time they were in the playoffs was 2017. I mean, it's it's wow. been a minute. And yeah, until the until Bijan Robinson pops or until Kyle Pitts, you know, becomes the yeah. yeah, the like leading receiver in the NFL, which quite frankly, like he is capable of like as bad as last year, you know, was from a statistical standpoint. I stand by the fact I think Kyle Pitts was pretty solid in a lot of different ways last year. Um, but anyway, I digress. We should get back to the schedule. Um, yeah, there, there's there's just really the 9.30 a.m., which, you know, it's London time. They're playing in London, uh, Wembley Stadium again against the Jacksonville Jaguars in week four. Interesting game, Foye Lewican, Calvin Ridley. There's a little bit of familiarity there. And then they'll, they're going to play a 4.05 game on CBS in week 10 against the Arizona Cardinals. But that's really like a 105 game uh, in West Coast time. So it's like kind of not even really. It's just like a Prime time, time yeah. zone flex. Yeah, it's it's not even anything in the Falcons press release, though. They did make it um, a point to kind of note the different flexing rules. And of course, once uh, the schedule kind of hits like re- week 12 and beyond, the different channels have opportunities to flex games to later uh, situations. So if the Falcons kind of get off to the start that you and I will get to in a, in a second um, that we maybe expect, like they could definitely be in play to be flexed into some later games as the, the calendar turns over and it begins to get colder. Um, mm-hmm. But they also could be playing on Saturday. There are two games in week 15 against the Carolina Panthers and then it, the finale in week 18 against the New Orleans Saints. 
they could potentially be Saturday games. The NFL also now has the ability to flex a few games to Saturday and they'll kind of split up their schedule. So, you know, it's purely kind of an attention grab by the league, but that that's what it is. Um, are there any games that kind of jumped off the page to you in terms of like, man, I know where I'm going to be most of the time at one o'clock Eastern. Uh, and I am going to be watching this game because I cannot wait to see it. Well, really, I want to see how the Bucks are going to do. Uh, and I, I say to yeah. the Bucks, I mean, because I feel like we should run through this NFC South, but mm-hmm. the Saints are sneaky because Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. He's had some bad play, some good play. A lot of, I think, more fans than not just don't think very highly of Derek Carr, but he has talent. And yeah. when he was good in Oakland, he was good in Oakland. I mean, they talk about my, him being like some of the top quarterbacks like in the league. Yeah. And so my sneaky, my sneaky theory with Derek Carr actually is that Falcons fans probably think more highly of him than most other fan bases because of that 2016 season when he was with Tom Brady and Matt Ryan in the MVP race. And I just remember paying so much attention to Derek Carr because I wanted Matt Ryan to win the MVP so badly. And I was like, who is this guy in Oakland? He shouldn't win it. But then I was watching him so much because I was like, God, this guy is like, go away. So he was a gnat. So that's my theory is that Falcons fans are actually like, Ah, yeah, Derek Carr's pretty good. Like, what's everybody else talking about? I'm not worried about the Panthers. I don't think Bryce Young is going to be a a guy who's going to take them from worst to to first. But Mm -hmm. the Saints and the Bucks, Bucks losing Tom Brady. I'm like, all right, what are they going to do now? Uh, And the Saints with with their uh, new quarterback. I want to just make sure that we got this because I don't think we got it with the Saints. I think that's going to be a rough spot for us. We always seem to struggle against our rival and the bucks. I think we should be able to beat them. But before Tom Brady came there, they had a strong, solid core. Tom Brady was just, a, you know, the cherry on top. So granted, they don't have a, a TV, but they still have good players and good coaching. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as much as I want that to be uh two wins there, I'll be happy if we split. And I, I'm, I'm worried that we won't get any of the saints games just because I think Derek's going to go off. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I, I mean, I, I think that you're definitely right to identify. And I don't want to overlook the Panthers because I, I think the Panthers, especially on defense. I mean, I, like I I think there's a chance that we look at the Panthers the way that we've looked at the Saints and the Bucks defenses the last couple of years. Um, you know, I, I think we'll look at them in a very similar fashion, maybe by year's end, because they've got a lot of young talent that's been playing really well just under the radar. Um, so I don't want to overlook the Panthers, but I think that you're right to identify the Saints and the Bucks is kind of that measuring stick um, game in the division, certainly, but also a little bit of like a wild card flavor to both of those because yeah. we kind of don't know what those two teams are going to be. But this is a classic case of control what you can control. Yep. For me, if you're the Falcons, like you have, it's not been a, a rebuild because that's the taboo word within the organization, but it's it's the third year of what you're trying to do. And they said from the jump, we want to win now and we want to build a sustaining winnable culture in the organization. Well, they they didn't really win now. I think they overperformed, but they fell short of their goal, which was reaching the playoffs. Um, and you're seven and 10, two years in a row. But now, like, you've got a, a, a little bit of a runway here. To, to really take flight and at least reach the postseason and kind of teach some of these young players like a Kyle Pitts, like a Jeff Okuda, you know, like 
here's here's what it takes to really win in this league and, and get a taste of that postseason. What do you think the Falcons are going to do in 2023? Now that we know that the schedule, like we know the whole layout, how do you see this all breaking down and what's your win-loss prediction? Well, um, I, I, I love the fact that there's no Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, who's our quarterback. It's so yeah. important to know who's going to captain this ship, who's going to lead you uh, to the promised land. And I got high hopes with Desmond Ritter. You know, uh, and it's not just because I, I'm a Falcons fan and I want to. <laughs> seeing what he did last year and seeing, knowing his stock and how he works. I love seeing the workout videos of, of him. All quarterback workout videos are fun, but but Ritter seems to really be getting into it. I think where he's going to come into his own. I think just like we're talking about Derek Carr, I think Desmond Ritter is going to surprise people and people don't really give him much of a chance. Saw so many uh, uh, shows talking about how he's the worst quarterback in the NFC South, and I, I don't think that at all. He doesn't have to be the best quarterback. He just has to do his job because we have mm-hmm. a defense that I think is going to be getting a lot better. I think I know it's going to be getting a lot better. We have a running game that's going to be explosive. So. um I'm thinking we're winning a couple more games than we did last year. I was saying a, a nine-win season, but I'm, I'm going to be a little bullish and say 10. I'm feeling good. <laughs> so I feel like we're going to get 10 wins. I feel like we're going to get into the playoffs, and I feel like we're going to uh, win a game or two. I don't think we're Super Bowl-bound already yet, but I think end of the season we're going to be flexed into a lot of uh, uh, prime time-ish games because we're going to surprise people. So I'm looking for a 10-win season. 10 wins. I, I love it. I love the optimism. Um, yes, I love the fact that I, I feel like with the camera on, with the with the spotlight on you, Ovi, you you're bullish, man. You you bumped it up a win, and I I like I like the. <laughs> I was at nine because I don't know. I just I've I've seen this story so many times, and just I know that they're gonna win one of the Saints games, dude. They're gonna win one of the Saints games. I think I I don't know. I, I just know that Falcons are gonna Falcon. Unfortunately, I gotta have to get off that defeatist mindset that that work i'm just so used to the, the 2018 19s 20s yeah. 21 I, I, i'm just it's used fair. to it's fair falcons falconing and us having this conversation year after year about this is going to happen and that's going to happen and this is going to happen and <laughs> none of it happens except for the bad stuff that happened but i saw tyler algier like I, i've seen him in person mm-hmm. I, I i have a i know a bit of his spirit and his heart having conversations being next to the guy you know, I, I've seen Desmond Ritter uh, at, a, uh, at a function and and talk to me, talk what I thought he was, and and just you know the way he carries himself. I'm like, yo, this this guy ain't no regular dude. So I so I, I am allowing myself to be bullish. I'm allowing myself to believe and hope because I think that this is a different Falcons team, and I know this is a different organization from the GM and from the head coaching stand, uh, point of view. I love what Terry Fontenot is doing. I've loved what he has promised to do. I love that he's bringing it to fruition. So I, with all that, my nine's going up a little bit to a 10. 10 wins, baby. Let's go. I love it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that as much as, you know, you say the Falcons are going to Falcon, like it, it's worth mentioning that this team has done more with less in the pantry than any team maybe over the last couple of years, right? Like that they... Arthur Smith has has found and his coaching staff, you know, like I, I kind of feel like we do a disservice to the entirety of the staff by just constantly saying like Arthur Smith is a creative genius. You know, Dave Ragone is is technically the offensive coordinator and he has a huge hand in in making sure everybody understands and they coached this uh, this team because it's it's not enough just to be super creative on the chalkboard. And you know this better than anybody, Ovi, like, yeah. 
the players have to know what to do and they have to know when when all of the bullets are firing what to do like the back of their hand so a credit to this this coaching staff but they've been in so many one score games over the last couple of years that that that's where you're talking about tyler algier he's now your backup running back man (laughs) he is he is now your your fourth weapon on offense instead of last year your third offense or third weapon on offense so like that that's where i think these incremental upgrades I'm looking at an 11 and, and six season, I think, is Ooh. how I kind of had it breaking out as I went down um, the actual win loss. And we're going to post our game by game win loss uh, records on social media. So you can check that out at Will McFadden at Ovi Mihaly 34 on Twitter. Um, so be sure to be on the lookout for those. But yeah, man, I, I like I I really do think that this team and honestly, like there's a part of me that had this being 12 and five stop it will (laughs) i know and and so i I had to kind of sit there and be like all right well one of these is is going to be because man i am mr pessimism when it comes to season predictions like when you and i first started this podcast you started (laughs) creeping up into the being like all right you know what the falcons are a wild card team i i feel it and i was like ovi what are we doing man no (laughs) it's it's not like (laughs) what are we talking about (laughs) but i i just like i i believe in a lot of the steps they took this offseason. I think that the national narrative, because it's really, really hard to cover 32 teams, certainly when it's draft season, we've heard a lot about the fact that the Falcons still have holes all over this roster. I just don't believe that to be the case. I think they've addressed a lot of them. And I think that come the season and given who their opponents are, and there's no real West Coast stretch yeah, they play in London, but they play in London early. And then they've got a week 11 bye. I love the fact that they're not doing the bye week right after the London game. I mean, they don't have any real like true road stretches. They've got a couple of back-to-back road games, but like it's at Tampa and Tennessee. Those are basically home games. And then like the last two were at the end of the year, Chicago and New Orleans. Like, sure, that's a little bit of a road game, but like they're pushing by that point. Like you're good. You can you can get through that. I, I really like this season for, for the Falcons. And after seeing the schedule, I think they're going to be in some primetime games because I think they're going to play their way into some primetime games because I think they're going to be pretty good this year. I agree. I concur. I think you're right. Uh, not the 11 win part, right? Uh, I think you're right about how the Falcons are going to be much better than people think. I think that this uh, is perfect uh, for what we need as far as, excuse me, as far as the easy schedule we have. So, I mean, let the games begin, literally. Uh, I believe in the Falcons. <laughs> see, <laughs> see what I did there with the... <laughs> all right. There you uh, go, yep. Yes. I'm here use, all night. Uh, use, uh, use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to uh, check in on Bet Online today's show sponsor. <laughs> that, will do, that will do it for, uh, for Ovi and I on this uh, quick, but hopefully enlightening and uh, certainly fun episode of Believe in Falcons because... Falcon schedule is out. We now know it. We've wrapped up the draft. We have wrapped up schedule release. God, I hope there's a little bit of a break coming. The NFL is determined to make sure this never stops and they will just run me into the ground. But there's a little bit of a a breath, I think, that we can all take um, before training camp begins. So again, look for a new show coming next Wednesday. Um, please let everybody know where they can follow us on your preferred podcast platform. Check out our YouTube channel, Believe in Falcons, where now Ovi will be making his second appearance. 
So congrats on that, OV. Uh, you got anything to say before we get out of here? No, nah, man. Uh, I wish we could fast forward and get the season started because I love me some football. It's around that time to where you know basketball is fun. It's great, but the <laughs> the violence that football brings you yeah. just isn't quite there. Uh, you know, except for slapping uh, AD in the face. That's violent, giving him concussions. Like, but the real concussions happen in football. So this is something that. I think basketball prepares you for, oh, this is a nice little appetizer, uh, NBA Finals. Let's get to the real meat. Let's get to the football. That, that's what we all want to see. Like, you know, entertain us. And they're about to do a whole lot of that, especially the Falcons. I can't wait. Uh, man, me neither. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, please, again, follow us throughout the summer. We're going to keep you guys covered and entertained. Um, but until then, we will see you guys next week. And take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.